Hello and welcome to the Modern Age Christian Podcast. I'm the host of the podcast, Nick Dyson, and for today, going to be doing more of kind of a story or Bible lesson of sorts as opposed to covering a specific topic. But kind of the overall topic, I'm sure you saw the title of either the video or the podcast episode, but the power of one. Now, technically, there's going to be two in the story, but they somewhat were individual. But for today's episode, I want us to actually think back to the Israelites going into the promised land, the land of Canaan. We can find this story in Numbers chapter 13 and 14 in the Bible. Most of us, if we've spent time in Sunday school or church services growing up, whatever, we've probably heard this story or the topic surrounding it, how the Israelites sent in spies into the land of Canaan. Twelve of them went in, they came back out, ten of them said, oh no, we cannot take this land, It's there's giants and we're like grasshoppers and we're weak and all of those things. And then there was the two spies, Joshua and Caleb, who said, yes, let's go right now. Let's go take it and take over this land. Now, it's actually really significant for us because it gives us a really good example for Christian living or kind of some Christian confidence, if you will, or the power of what a single person can do when they believe and they have faith in what God can help them accomplish. So when we are considering this story, again, thinking back on it, and if you're not familiar with the story, the Israelites, they've been going around, they've come to the promised land, Moses has been leading them, this is after their exodus from Egypt, they've come to the promised land, they look, there's inhabitants in the land, other people, other tribes, other groups of of people that have been living there. They send in 12 spies to go scout out the land, look around through the land, and bring back a report. So the description comes back. That's the first thing we want to cover. The description comes back from these 12 spies, and they talk about how beautiful the land is. This is where they describe it as a land flowing with milk and honey, which is what God had promised in the past for their promised land. They are describing it as a land flowing with milk and honey. They're describing it as beautiful. They're saying that just everything grows there. Look at all this fruit. And they bring back samples. They bring back fruit and things from the land, talking about how cultivated it was, how beautiful it was, and all of these great things that are in the land. They talk about all of that. They talk about all the good, all the perks, and they describe it exactly the way that God described their promised land. And when we think about it for us as Christians, we have God's promises in our life. He's promised to never leave us, never forsake us. He's promised to provide to us according to our needs. If we trust and have faith and believe, God, the the entire Bible is full of God's promises to us as Christians and to his people. That's throughout the entire Bible. We can see the descriptions of it, what it's going to be, the blessings of it, the benefits of it. All of these great things are described. And we see this in this story where there's the spies come out. They're talking about all of these great things, all of these great benefits, the produce and just everything. They're talking it up, talking about how amazing this land is. But here's where the problem or here's where the problem comes up is their discernment. So discernment, I can do an entire podcast episode, and I probably need to do an entire podcast episode just on discernment. 
kind of mental note for myself there, but discernment is a problem. And it was all the way back to the Israelites back at this time. So they come out from this land. They see it's exactly what God promised. Honestly, that's probably better than they even imagined. They're seeing all the great things in this land. And 10 of the 12 spies look and go, it's amazing. It's beautiful. It's perfect. Just everything is great. But we can't take it. We're, we're not strong enough. We don't have the army. We're not mighty enough. We can't do all of these things. We can't go in. We can't defeat these enemies. They're bigger than us, stronger than us. They, they have all of these doubts and problems that come up. Their discernment was off because God had promised them the land. He promised they would take it. They would be able to go in. They would overcome. God had promised that land to them. But in their minds, they couldn't do it because they couldn't rationalize and figure it out in their mind. So here's really the problem with the report of these 10 spies. So again, we're gonna look at a positive and negative of the impact of a single person. Now, I want to frame this before I start describing this. Consider this from the perspective of you or myself as a Christian and how we interact with and discuss things with our fellow believers. If we are negative and doubtful and constantly just we can't do this, this is horrible, this is not how this is gonna work, no, 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 you kind of get the idea we're gonna beat people down. But on the flip side, if we have the reaction of the two other spies, Joshua and Caleb, we can see how that is a positive influence and can impact people positively in their Christian walk. So here's the thing that I want you to consider from their discernment and their issue. These spies, these 10 people, now there was well over a million people traveling in this caravan or this journey of Israelites going to the promised land. 10 people, such a small number, said they couldn't do it and had doubts and ultimately prevented the people from going in. They were just, I don't even know the best way to put it. They were full of doubts, full of issues, full of concerns but ultimately they did not trust God. Now consider this, do you realize that these 10 spies, these 10 people out of well over a million, these 10, these few, or this one we could even argue, these individuals were a bigger problem than the Red Sea because God took care of it. They couldn't cross it on their own, but God took care of it. They were a bigger problem than the walls of Jericho were going to be because God took care of it. God handled the situation. The people, when ultimately they did go into the land to conquer and take over, God helped them, took care of it, and handled it. These 10 people in their own minds, their own doubts, their own concerns were more of a problem then all of the mightiest enemies, the tallest walled cities, the Red Sea, or anything else you could put in the way as an obstacle, these people were the biggest obstacle. So my challenge for you in kind of comparing this negative, don't be an obstacle for people. Don't be someone who beats somebody down or tells them you can't do this, you can't go there, you can't talk about these things and you limit them or hurt them in some way. 
if somebody says, hey, I'm really feeling called to go into missions, and you're sitting there going, okay, well, you're not going to have this. Nobody's going to support you. Nobody cares that you want to go into missions. This isn't going to work. And you're constantly hitting them. You're doing the same thing that these 10 spies did to all of the Israelites. The same thing. Maybe somebody is feeling called into ministry to be a pastor or a teacher in some way. And you hear people say, well, nobody's going to listen to you. You're not a good enough speaker. Nobody's going to care what you have to say. There again, you are being exactly like these 10 spies. And as one person, you can completely derail someone's ministry, their Christian walk of life, their faith, just because you are becoming that roadblock for them. But on the flip side, I'm not going to stay on the negative. Don't worry. On the flip side, we have Joshua and Caleb, full of confidence, full of excitement, eager to go into the land, They looked at it, they saw the people, they saw the fruits, they saw the blessings, and they saw all of it, and they said that they knew they could take it. In fact, Caleb even spoke out first. He was the first one to speak out in favor of going. Joshua spoke out later. But Caleb spoke up and he said, let us go and take it immediately. He was talking about going right then, right there. Let's go, let's take it, let's possess it. It is ours. It wasn't a... Maybe it'll be ours in five years. Maybe it's something God will work out over time. Maybe we just wait out the people that's in the land. No, it was let's go take it now. Let's go do it. Let's go take it. Let's go and possess this land now. It was immediate. There was urgency. There was the eagerness to go and do. For us as Christians, I feel like that's what we should have when we want to be involved in ministry, whether that's mission trips or church ministry, volunteering at our church, or maybe it's doing social media content, putting posts on social media, doing a podcast, YouTube videos, whatever the case may be, there should be an eagerness that I need to get this message out now. I need to go now. I need to witness to that person now. I need to go help this person now. I need to go encourage this person now. And likewise, like these two spies, these individuals, they were encouraging the people. They were saying, we can take it. It's ours. God has promised it to us. We can go and do it right now. They were ready to go, eager to go. And that's the way Christians should be, especially towards one another. If somebody's talking to you and they say, you know, I really feel called into this ministry, or maybe I should volunteer in this area of my church. Maybe I should help teach Sunday school, or maybe I should help with a small group, or whatever the case may be, whatever ministry might be coming up, encourage that person, help guide them, let them go and seek out what God's will is for their life, because they may be called into a great ministry. They may be a great teacher. It may be something that they are used mightily in the works of the church. We don't know what their course may be, But if we stop them and prevent them like the 10 spies, we become a roadblock. But if we encourage and help and have that eagerness and excitement to see people grow and to do and help guide them to what they need to do for God, we can be more like the two spies in Joshua and Caleb. So I've already talked about it, but that's kind of the third thought for this podcast. And it's kind of where I want to wrap up and get to is there is a key distinct difference between these two groups of people. One group was full of negativity, full of doubt. They didn't want to 
face hard journeys. They didn't want to do anything that would drag them down or be difficult. They wanted to do what was easy. They didn't like the unknown. They didn't like the risk. They didn't like going out of their comfort zone. They just were discontent. However, there was a difference in Joshua and Caleb because they knew that God would help them and God would take care of them. So I challenge you in this to be different. Why is this important? Why do we need to be different like this? Well, if you read the story and you go through it, you know that because of the report of the 10 spies, the people got angry against their leaders. They turned against their leaders. So common comparison is maybe people would get angry or disappointed and turn against the pastor or deacons or elders. That would be kind of a similar comparison. But they became discontent, discouraged, frustrated. They got angry at the leader, leaders, and then they spoke up and said, let's pick new leaders. Let's elect new leaders, choose new leaders, pick new leaders, and let's go back to Egypt. Let's go back to our comfort zone. Let's go back to what is easy. Let's go back, let's go back and be slaves under people we don't agree with rather than go and face difficulty in our future. That's kind of where they were at. A lot of our modern churches and a lot of our modern Christian circles and society, we very much do not like being out of our comfort zone. We don't like the discomfort. We don't like the unknown and the risk. People will get frustrated with pastors or church leadership and say, you know what, vote them all out and let's vote in somebody that just fluffs us up, makes us feel good, tells us a good story and lets us leave happy. We can come into church, sit, listen to something, make us feel good, and then we can go out and live our life however we want to. But that's not living differently. Joshua and Caleb lived differently. They, I fully believe Joshua and Caleb knew this is going to be a battle. This is going to be a struggle. This is going to be difficult. This is going to be a challenge that there's going to be struggles. We're going to have to deal with all of these people, all of these different groups. There's going to be situations we have to overcome, but God. God can handle it. God can help us. God can work. And these two men, or we can look at it and say these individuals knew that they could go and take this land. They lived differently. That is the power of one person or the impact of one person. One person can be negative and drag down a group, cause discord or discontent. One person can be encouraging and positive and lift people up, challenge them to become better. One person can have a mighty impact on large groups of people. Consider Paul. Look at all that Paul accomplished and Paul did, but he was just a single person, but it was because of God's help. Look at everything Jesus did. He came, yes, he was the son of God, but he was in human flesh and was just a man while he was here. He was facing the limitations of the physical body that he was in while he was here on earth. But look at all that he accomplished. Look at the different disciples. They were individuals. A lot of them were fishermen. Nothing special about them. But the power of one with God's help changed everything. So my question is, and this is what I want to leave you from this podcast episode, are you willing to be a one? Are you willing to step out and live differently, do things differently, do things that don't make sense, that the world thinks is crazy, that maybe even your church where you're at may seem a little strange, 
but you want to be different. You want to live for Christ, live for God, and be encouraging, be uplifting, be challenging, be someone who furthers the kingdom of God to be that one. So will you be a one? I'm trying to be a one. I'm trying to be different, trying to live for Christ and do things for Christ, trying to do this podcast and other ministry things. That's something that's different. Some people may think I'm crazy for sitting here talking to a camera and a microphone and trying to share biblical truths or things related to our modern church. It may be a little different. It may be a little strange. But I'm trying to be a one to challenge you, to encourage you, to give you things to grow you and help you become better. So I hope you enjoy this podcast episode. If you want, you can go back, listen to it again. You can listen to the story. Go read Numbers chapter 13 and 14. You can go read the story for yourself. Please like, subscribe, follow along on this podcast. You can find us on any of your favorite podcast platforms and YouTube. Definitely check us out on YouTube. Subscribe there. Drop us a like on the video if you're watching there. And be sure to check us out on any social media. If you have requests or ideas for topics for the podcast, please uh, send them to me on social media. Uh, Leave them in comments on wherever you're consuming this podcast, listening to this podcast. Get those questions to me. Get those podcast ideas to me. I'd be happy to introduce them and to publish those out to you. Definitely follow along. I'm going to be producing a couple podcast episodes a month. Occasionally, maybe an additional one, but right now we're looking at two, maybe three per month moving forward in the near-term future. So definitely follow along and look for more content. Subscribe, share this out on social media, share it with your friends, share this podcast so we can grow our audience and get more people listening to the podcast here. Thank you for watching, and I hope you join me again on a future podcast. This has been the Modern Age Christian Podcast, and I'm the host, Nick Dyson. Thank you. Thank you.